Welcome to They Thought I Was You, the podcast where we re-examine Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's careers through a modern-day feminist lens. I'm Becca Roth. I'm a writer-director. I'm Lenny Harms. I'm a writer-actor. Oh my god. <laughs> oh okay. my god. <laughs> I can't even talk. Come on, you're doing it. <laughs> okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> we have an incredible guest this week. One we have been dreaming about getting on the show and I'm it's I can't believe it's reality at this point. I don't even know what to say. We have Miss Clarice Kensington herself, <laughs> aka better known as Jane Civet. Thank you oh so my God. much for being here, Jane. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I really am from Alaska, all the way from I'm Alaska. Coming. Yes, yes, home of the Northern Lights and all the great snow. Oh, it's been amazing. Yes, it's kind of a kind of a wild place for Clarice to be hiding out, huh? <laughs> I know. Maybe there's a sequel. We've talked we've about, thought about sequels because when you talk about banishing them to boarding school in Tibet, we've talked about what that sequel would look like. Yes, I think that's how we and connected with you. You you retweeted or oh, yeah. reposted <laughs> yeah. our poster of, of it takes two two, two, two back, back from, from Tibet. Tibet. And you, yeah, that's how we connected with you on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> in, that, in that reality, Clarice does marry Steve Gutenberg. Yes. And then um, sends them to Tibet to, to boarding to school. Tibet. They have a, care, a crazy time. They are Mary Kate and Ashley as they are now as adults, chain smoking yeah. and much darker. And then they come back for revenge. <laughs> yeah. And then they come back and seek revenge. And now Please you're hiding tell in Alaska. Me of course, please tell me that you wrote this script. We're working, We're working on, on it. it. Yeah. yeah. Get going, ladies. How fun would that be? Get going. Okay, Steve and I are going. no spring chickens any longer, so get going. We'll work on it. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll talk to Deborah Dean Davis, too. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've already the writer. Yeah. The writer. Did you ever meet her? I did. She came by the set. She came by the set in Toronto. Um, oh, cool! But I, did, I wouldn't say I hung out. I was mostly nursing my my son on all my spare time. So. Oh, wow! You had a newborn. Yeah. It takes two set. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow! He was just a few. He was a few months old when we began the film. Wow! wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, I mean, you. I don't know if you know the the drill. I had given uh, birth the day that I got home from the hospital. I was offered the role of Friends, and then Friends took off. So I, I actually was offered the role on, on Friends. The day I got home from the hospital, I went to work the very next day on Friends as Carol. <gasps> Wait, I so, actually don't know this drill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we don't no, I was, this. He, he yeah. was two days old when I went to my first day on the set at Warner <gasps> Brothers. How friends. are you walking? How was that? I was sore. I oh was very so. It was a crazy story because I came home and I, you know, I thought it was a congratulatory call. And this is when we actually picked up our phone rather than yeah. just looked at it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so <laughs> picked up the phone and it was my agent saying, "Hey, you remember that show that you really loved and um, you couldn't do because you were pregnant? Well, they would love for you to come back and they'd love to have you come in on and do." the pregnant lesbian character and I said I would love that one to star like tomorrow 
like, what? Oh my god! Like, who just had a twenty-four hour labor, kind of sore, <gasps> and uh, like, no, they'll make it super simple for you. You can bring your, you can bring your nanny. Like, I don't have a nanny. I've got a mom. Like. And I yeah, said, I don't know. I'm really tired. And they said, "Well, just you know, how about we just send you the pilot? You can look at it, wow. um, and then you can decide." I'm like, oh, okay, send me the pilot because I loved the pilot. I already had read it and thought it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And so they sent over the pilot, and I sat there nursing my son, and watched it. And I watched David Schwimmer just be so incredibly brilliant, taking the longest takes I'd ever seen in comedy. I had <laughs> never seen anything like that. I'm like, oh my god, I have to work with this man. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay. Call him up. Let him know. Let's make this. Make this it was only, and they said, it's just going to be two episodes. So in and out. Boom, boom. Oh, wow. Oh, so God. how how did they, because you're obviously in way more than that. Yeah. So how did you, they expand your character? They expanded the character. Um, and I, it's fun because I've worked with Mara Kaufman most recently. And so she, I've been hearing her tell the stories of how we, yeah. how we met and how we worked together, which is super fun to get that perspective suddenly. Yeah. And she said that. Then the, um, the... The Valentine's episode. Mm-hmm. I just watched it. <laughs> Is it the one with the candy hearts? Is that what it's called? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she said that she saw me do something that they had not expected with this character, and she says I just had to have her. I'm like, well, well, what was that? She said it was so real, and there was so much love. Like there, there was a because new mom I was just completely awash in hormones I definitely mm-hmm. wasn't funny I was just, right. I was I was this straight man I was just like and you know here he is coming in with this really sweet and tender kiss and like you know but let's put a pin in this kind of thing and I was so present with him because he's such a phenomenal actor that my eyes filled up with tears and I was in the moment, you know, just loving him for for yeah. the love that we had and all of that. So <gasps> she said that that love, that idea that they could actually not be, you know, the same kind of bad, you know, combative mm-hmm. new divorce parents or people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but um but actually be quite loving and tender with one another was a was a twist they hadn't thought of. Yeah. And so they asked they asked if I would continue on. I'm like course I'd love to have you know I'm wow. here I'm just nursing my baby yeah. <laughs> I'm just get back and forth yeah yeah that's, it's yeah, a that's, oh, go on yeah no 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 that's good go ahead I was just gonna say because I just watched the episode the Valentine's Day episode and your conversation at Benihana or like yeah. a, a hibachi yeah. restaurant right. uh-huh. yeah. that scene has always stood out to me because I used to watch this show like all the time as a kid yeah. and um that scene made me understand the dynamic between you and Ross. Mm-hmm. And that's why I loved it so much because you weren't just like his lesbian ex right. as like a punchline. Right. It was you were a real like heartbreak that yeah. he had. Yeah. Like seeing him grounded with you and the love that you actually had together. It just made it so real. Yeah. I yeah. loved that. No, same. <laughs> I think it was beautiful. And I, I didn't watch it as recently as Lanny did, but that always stayed with me too. It was so special. Yeah. And it's true, mm-hmm. like at the at the first like in the pilot, like the one of the first punchlines is like, you didn't know she was a lesbian? Like it was really like way more surface level and way more like a joke. And you brought yeah. so much to it. And and that's amazing and also so important for that time oh my god like that's one of the things I wanted to ask you we'll obviously mm-hmm. get to it takes two but like but like this was this was like the first lesbian wedding on tv right on primetime yes. for sure correct, um, correct. I have I mean I have so much to ask you about that like that's an iconic and also like terrifying thing 
to do? Like what made you, I guess, brave enough to do that at that time? Like, I know that like with Ellen's coming out, like that, like Laura Dern was like blacklisted for a long time. Like how, tell me everything about that. Like that. And that's, yeah, I'm rambling the same question. So just go ahead. No, no, no. (laughs) There literally was zero conversation in my brain that it was a problem playing a lesbian. Zero. I, I literally, like, I love this character. She's beautiful. I mean, I, I just loved her. And I, I loved everything about the pilot. So, yes, I had pregnant brain when I first read for uh, Friends, you know, because I originally read for Rachel. Oh, and, wow. Um, oh, and they wanted that. me to te- yeah, and they wanted me to test for it, and and my my agent was like, oh, they they want you, they want you, they want you, want you, you know, the whole this whole <laughs> big story. And as I'm walking out of after my audition, and I said, like, well, that's awesome. I would love to do this show. Did you tell them I'm pregnant? Oh. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. We just think, you know, maybe just go on to the test. And like, no, 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 no. Don't even, don't yeah. even go down there, you know. Yeah. Like, no, they want to do a set test deal. They love you. They just think, I think you got, you know, you got it. He was so insistent that I'd already, ha- I already was offered the role. But yeah. Not in truth, I, I said, you must, you must, you must tell them I'm pregnant because this schedule, it's pretty tight there to when I'm going to be delivering the baby. And so I said, but, you know, if it doesn't work out, tell them I'd love to play the lesbian char- character. And uh, so that was my only thing that I had said way back then. And so, of course, they came back and said, oh, you're right. The timing is going to work out. They're so grateful that you were honest. Yeah. And um, they said that we'll keep you in mind for something else. Not even the lesbian character will work out for you. Carol will not want to work for, out for you because, obviously, Anita Barone shot a first episode right. before I was brought on and replaced right. her. So, um, yeah, it was a really super tight. So to go back to your question, was it a big deal for me to make that decision to play a lesbian? Not at all. Not at all. Um, and and that was one of the big discussions when I first got there. I said, okay, so how do you want me to play her? And they said, well, you know, what would you like? What would you be your preference? I said, I, I, I don't want to play any stereotypical um, lesbian. I don't, you know, if you want me to play, if you want me to play a little, you know, harder, the harder edge. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what we want to do. We're like, okay, then I'm going to just play for love. Yeah. And that was always my that was always my deal. So that's 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 Jane brain too, you know. So I would yeah. say when people ask me what this what character is most like Jane, that is the one, except for the, the orientation. Yeah. So wow. it's just I I I love I play almost everything through love, but it's just different kinds of filters of it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, but f- but in terms of what it even was, we were approaching the the wedding episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we were excited, both Jess and I. I mean, she, she's the most amazing woman to work with anyway. Yeah. And there wasn't, th- we didn't even have a discussion about, you know, oh, you know, this could be trouble. When we saw that the affiliates were having trouble perhaps broadcasting, yeah. we dove right in. I, and I started going on the talk show circuit about how important it is. And, you know, I had to go toe-to-toe with a lot of of my old Bible-thumping friends, you know, that um, – you know, that were like trying to quote scripture, you know, the whole deal with yeah. me. And I would go right back like, you know, give me the Greek version. I, I mean, it was really, it became a cause then, but it wasn't a cause before I started. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, that's a whole other conversation, but it was, <laughs> it was important. It was important to me then that I live my truth, which is everything that I do is out of love. And I think that we all need to respect that everybody has that option to do something out of love. And when you want to, claim that love 
claim that love. I mean, really, really claim that love. And if you really are going to walk the talk, if you want to be in a spiritual practice that actually is about love, then you better walk it all the way through to every person that you meet, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm I'm grateful that I had that opportunity, and it's, it has been a life changing life changing part for for me just to meet all these beautiful people who've been so inspired and continue to be inspired by it around the world you know China you know I don't know if you know this in China they've actually cut out the whole Susan and Carol scenes really Really? yeah yeah it's against the law you cannot be gay in China it's against the law and so I was getting all these Instagram messages about how they were getting black market original friends shows and they're like don't be sad Jane we're finding you we're finding you thank you for you know holding the flag up here it is 28 years later when I started right wow um and so uh it's I'm grateful for that ongoing world but and we continue to fight for people's right to love you know well, so, anyway. I, I love you so much for all of that, honestly. Like, I, because there just was, like, I'm tearing up. Like, it just was, like, it was just very brave to do that. Like, I think at that time, because no one was doing that, and it was just so much easier to, like, not do that. And I just yeah. think, like, that type of representation at all, but in, like, a hit primetime show is, like, that is iconic. Like, that will, like, live in history forever. And I just think that that's, like, for, like, young queer kids, whatever, all of that, like, myself included, like, that's, like, it's just so important. And I just really am so grateful for you. So thank you for for being you and, like, for being so genuine. And I'm going to cry. It's okay. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yes. (laughs) Give back a hug. No, it's... (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know for me too I mean I get emotional too I mean I really do I just mm-hmm. I can't imagine um I can't imagine the the suffering that so many people go to even just coming out with their parents mm-hmm. and I'm grateful to to have so many letters even just writing like just watching the show with my parents was my yeah. opening that kind of thing and yeah and having it having it normalized that it can just be so simple yeah. Yeah. It is, because love can be complicated, but it can also be super simple. It's just yeah. about how we, you know, we have to change the compass of our heart. If we've been taught one thing, we just need to fix that compass, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So. <sighs> what? Mm-hmm. And then you roll. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> no, for, like honestly, yeah. and you, I know you know that, but it's just it's amazing. Yeah. I I don't think of it as that. So I I appreciate your perspective from your <laughs> yeah. side too. I. I just think of it that how blessed I have been to be able to have this great gift because it was just handed to me, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. soon after that, I jumped into Clarice, you know, which is a yes. whole other, well, other <laughs> well, quite different. Well, actually, different role model, <laughs> different <yeah>. role model. <laughs> yeah. um, and when you when I look on IMDb. I figured, like, you know, the friends role, Clarice, that would be, like, what it says that you're known for. But on Wikipedia, it says you are best known for your role in Herman's Head. (laughs) And so I looked that up, and I watched that episode, and I saw Clarice (laughs) all over that role. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, it was really easy. I played played a version of that character a few times because that's what they wanted. I would say, like, like, no, we really like that. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to give it a different flavor. There's going to be some definitely, yeah. 
that was definitely pre Clarice. That's so funny that 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 I don't know how Wikipedia chooses how those articles are curated. Yeah, curated. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know if the audience has listened or, or watched Herman's Head at all. Um, I did just want to ask briefly about yeah, that yeah, because it sure, did seem of course. like a. I, um, I was just very. When I was doing research, preparing for this interview, I was very—I wasn't expecting to find like a whole other sitcom that yeah. you were a part of. Yeah, and yeah. I watched the two episodes, the first two episodes, and it was so experimental. It's basically Inside Out, the Disney movie as a sitcom. Mm-hmm. So like half of the show is Pre- takes place before all that happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, decades <Right>. before. <laughs> 32, 32 years ago. Cause I, wow. I do it well, thirty-one years ago because I do it by the age of my children, and I got oh, pregnant on that first season. Oh so, wow! Yeah. wow. Yeah. So I worked through, I, yeah, I worked through two pregnancies, oh, three pregnancies actually, but I worked through, yeah, on wow. that show. I was pregnant, so hiding behind the desk a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the boulders. Yeah, my skirts yeah. got shorter. My skirts got shorter. My coats got swingier. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, that wow. is very impressive. You're able to balance all of that, um, yeah. but it's such an experimental show, and especially compared to Friends. Yeah, like, Friends is a very grounded, real show, and Herman's Head felt mm-hmm. like almost Greek theater at some points. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Like, well done. Yeah. <laughs> what What was acting in sitcoms at that point in the '90s? For you, like, was it normal to see shows like Herman's Head, or what no? Did you that feel? was it. Was you know, Herman's Head was. Uh, we we used to make a joke about it. Herman's Head was experimental. It was a second episode, a second sitcom that was on Fox. So Fox was a brand new network. Oh, and cool. yeah. So it was a second sitcom, and so they were trying. They were trying new things, and the beauty of Herman's Head was half of it was forged out of improv. So all that stuff that happens in the brain. These guys were an incredible troupe of improv actors and would work out. They would go out and work out too. And of course, you know, those of us living in the office, not in his brain, we we were not having nearly as much fun as the people (laughs) in the brain. Yeah. But it, it it was a blast. But we always, we used to, it's a funny thing. So I had come from a show called The Famous Teddy Z, which was, um, I went from a soap opera to this 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 sitcom within a span of a week, and I was I hit the ground running with these total pros. Johnny Cryer was the lead of this this sitcom, and go from that to this really classic sitcom of a real hard style of Preston Sturges, faster, funnier, go 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 go, mm-hmm. to Herman's Head, which is a whole other thing. Yeah, it was a great lesson in. Uh, how we should all just be grateful for the work that we're doing and do the best we can because some you, you get to a, a place you know when you're a new actor especially like ah I c- it could be so much better and you do want things better you do but mm-hmm. there was definitely we were we would make the joke that the reason that people watched Herman's Head is they were too drunk to turn off Married with Children which was <laughs> because it was just really it was really like out there it could it could often be really crass it was just yeah. like oh. Oh, yeah. Are we really doing this? So <laughs> but it ran for a few seasons, right? Yeah, three seasons. Yeah, yeah we actually would have been, you know, we were two episodes off of syndication. But, and, oh. and we kept going, can we just, can you do a compilation show so you can syndicate the show for goodness sakes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Witt Thomas, which is our production company, uh, Paul Witt and Tony Thomas, um, were our executive producers, and they had seven shows running at the exact same time, and they were busy, busy producers. 
And they, as our other producers say, they were richer than God, and they just didn't care. Oh they didn't God. care about the rest of us actually being able to sustain our life for the like. Can you just come on? Two more. Can you just give us syndication? Yeah, because that really helps you float, right? Oh, yeah, it does. Absolutely. It changes. Yeah, you can go into syndication. And but no 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 they didn't they just could care less that is could so care less about that, that yeah so too similar we, to like today I mean in, in different ways yeah. yeah with all the like cutting all the stuff from streaming and like making life like harder and harder to be a working t- artist actor, artist yeah. writer director yeah. in television yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, that yeah. they, but, you know, obviously the business model has worked out very well for those who make the money, right. but it doesn't necessarily work out for those, for those who are just, you know, working actors who mm-hmm. really want to work. Yeah. Yes. I would be really interested to hear what you, uh, your take on the industry these days, certainly, because it's, it's changed a lot for sure. Yeah. I, I, don't, I just don't know how people make a living. This We're trying to I think it's harder out. than ever. Yeah. It, like yeah. it definitely like all the syndication, all of that. Like that's basically. I mean, that's not a thing anymore. And shortened seasons, yeah. Too, and Shorter seasons, smaller writers' yeah. rooms. Like it's it's just it's, residuals and, barely are a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah, really. And people are working harder than ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And more people are trying yeah. to do it. I think. Like and I think. I, like I, there's more people that are doing all of it. Um, yeah try to do what we're doing so right. yeah yeah well I think that you have to I think creatively and if you have a brain which you clearly do do you you do want to have your fingers in all of it because that is part of our joy creative yeah. mm-hmm. beings that we are to be hyphenates in this business especially yeah. smart talented women like you are oh, I'm glad that you are hyphenates really truly yeah. it's yeah we need that it's Thank necessary. You. It is. You have to. to do you can't. just one thing anymore. No, you can't. You can. You're not allowed to, but it's also fun to do more stuff too. Yeah. I feel more Isn't empowered. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. I agree. I really, I mean, I think it helps so much. I, I, every time that I would go on a set, people would say, make sure you hang out with the DP. Not only because they'll light too well. Mm-hmm. Mm. You want to be friends with the DP or they can crash your, crash your scene if they want to. Like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and which we could talk about in it, you know, in um, It Takes Two because we really worked with the DP on this one um, on making sure that Clarice got more evil as we went on and how, oh. we, how, we, how we shot her. Okay, okay, well, this is a great transition. transition. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see how, I want to know how It Takes Two comes to be because you are working in sitcoms. It, it seems pretty steadily uh, around this mm. time. Um, or at yeah, least- I had done a, I'd done a few TV movies. I'd also mm. done get, you know, guest star, you know, episodic guest star things bef- before and in between. But I was blessed, so blessed, you know, being on a sitcom for three years. That's mm-hmm. steady work. So yeah. you're just in this work ethic. And so you get to that point where people are just offering you roles, which was yeah. lovely. Nice. Yeah. And so I actually did audition for Clarice, and I'm grateful that I was able to. I actually prefer to be in the room rather than just be offered it because it's a grab bag for them then. Then you then you think that they just want you for that character. I, I like to actually work with a director before I go on. Oh, oh yeah, and like show and I did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I really I I appreciate being in the room just to get a vibe. Also, if you want to work with these people, because often as actors you're like, Oh, please let me work with you. But it really is. Like if you can if you can have a beautiful set like we did on Friends, I mean that was the most amazing magnanimous oh. set. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not go into a place where like Herman's head, it was like the line was drawn hard in the sand. Like you do not talk to the writers, you do not talk to the producers. And of course then I ended up Ugh. Um, marrying one so it was we so have to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. and more and made babies all of that kind of stuff so. but um but yes yeah, so going on to film afterwards with um it takes two it just 
it was it was simple. I'd done enough. I'd done enough, t- you know, television, movie work, and other. I'd done a couple other horrible movies that we don't like to talk about um, <laughs> as well. So we all have those. <laughs> of course. One or two. No porn, thank goodness. Nothing like thing like that. <laughs> well, yeah. If, that, uh, look, if that's not the way you wanted your life to go, then that's great. Yeah. Great. Just for me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> More power to the people that like that. But I that yeah. one, thankfully didn't have that. It's, yeah. It is funny when you when you Google Jane Sibbett, uh, like naughty pictures. Guess what comes up? I uh, I don't know. Clarice. <laughs> the seashell poop. <laughs> no, not my, boots. not my, la, 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 la. <laughs> I love the, my raffia, my raffia suit. No, it's, it's when, oh, wow. it's the, it's the final taking out of Clarice oh. when she runs out of the church and her garters. Oh my God. Oh, That's wow. so weird. Okay. I know. Isn't it? Isn't it? It, just, it creeps me out because yeah. it's a kid's film. Yeah. It completely yeah. creeps me out. That's really weird. Yeah. Um, that is weird. That, that yeah. is like a terrible scene for I know. you. Well, okay. Yeah, it was let's horrible. Talk about yeah. it. Okay, so let's, let's get into this. Okay. Because. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. I just wanted. Because I. Watching It Takes Two as an adult is, is, is very different. Um. Sure. especially in my take on Clarice because as a kid it just felt like you were the stereotypical evil stepmother mm-hmm. um, stepmother to be but as an adult watching it I was so very struck by these lines that Clarice has where especially when she's walking down the aisle and she's like it, her daddy is like who thought the oldest of my kids would be the last to get married and, and she's <laughs> like oh fuck you <laughs> and it was watching that as in my 30s I was just like wait Clarice is going through some shit yeah (laughs) right it's not like you're just there to steal him it's like you have all this pressure you're this socialite also right before that there's like a news announcement that's like socialite Clarice Kensington finally lands her man and it's like what a sad world you live in like like you are living the life of a social life yeah and you're clearly not happy no you're trying to find happiness in these artificial places where the world tells you you need to be but like you're it's not true love with steve gutenberg yeah you know it you're not marrying him for love you're marrying him for status you're marrying him because you have to and that's your survival so that that (laughs) really struck me you two are I have I haven't had this much compassion for this character since my five year old daughter watched it and she cried in the movie theater that people were being so mean to mommy. Oh, that's really sweet. Obviously, the wedding scene. I was so mad at Ashley for ripping your dress uh, yeah. watching it as an adult because I was like, "That is, you have never been this humiliated in your entire, in your entire life. life." I believe. That. And to be fair, like you are so mean to so, these kids. Like yes. you're not like. True. You're the misunderstood, un, like, you know, underdog or whatever. Like, you're mean in this, and you do a really good job at it. But it, I think we just did sort of, like, look at that layer of, like, oh, your life is really sad. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, as, a, as a nerdy actor, I just want to know how you approach that character. If yeah. these layers were parts that you tried to put into it. Or or if how, you're just, like, as evil as possible. Yeah. All right, going back to Pregnant Brain. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Because you had a two-month-old. Yeah, he yeah. Yeah, he was probably, probably just about three months. Because I, re- I remember, I, like you can see, you can see where the breast milk is going like this in certain scenes. Oh um, wow! It, yeah, the green dress. Watch. Oh my god! It's up to here. I never <laughs> noticed that. Wait, the actual yeah. like 
like there's and that was all milk liquid boop, 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 boop. yeah that was that me ner- yeah my breasts are not that big that's just all milk <laughs> <laughs> it was i was a full tank that scene oh it was painful so that was part of it i was playing for pain Okay. Wow. <laughs> I was in pain as I was shooting. No, wasn't multi-layered. I would love to say I was going deeper. I actually felt like I was in a different universe. And I, I talked to Andy Tennant, our director, about it. And I said, look, you have, you know, we, I played it uh, at really arch when I went in for that audition. I said, do you want it that hot? He's like, that's why we cast you. We love it. Oh, wow. Oh, please, more of that. I'm like, oh, but... You know, Kirstie and, and, and Steve are just like, you know, sweet. And the kids are just sweet. And I'm like this. <laughs> he said, yes. And that's exactly what we want. Wow. So he's more of that. So that's, it was really about just how, you know, how much she just doesn't like these children. And yeah. So, you know, if I go into that prism of that love filter that I work with, it's like I, I will withhold my love for these ones and I will yeah. go for, you know, I will yeah, manipulate yeah, yeah. that love for this one. So, yeah. 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 Wow. wow. Brilliant. Wow. <laughs> well, I wasn't really thinking of my backstory about how, how wrong I was. I don't think you saw any nuance in that character. It was all just <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, baby. Oh, I love that you did. So I really do. That is so... No, I, I, perhaps there was. Perhaps I just had forgotten because it's been a while since I've watched that movie too. Oh, of course. Yeah, because I mean, my kids didn't watch it. Because oh, they, really, really? they really, my kids literally hated that movie because the twins were so horrible to their mommy. Oh, that's really sweet. You weren't their yeah. <laughs> like literally, they burst into their mommy. The theater. Yeah. 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 Because right, it's, it's, they were so little, right? Yeah. Did of they course. hate Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen after that? Because yeah. they just see yeah. them as <laughs> their monetary. It's so funny. Yeah. But it was really my, my eldest daughter. Cause, so at that time, let's see. Hold on, hold on. So Kaiser, yeah. So she was just, you know, just, just turning three on that um, wow. when we were doing that movie. So she got to see it when it, she was four. Wow. So that's what, and then she never wanted. So she convinced Kai that he should never watch it, you know, and I don't. I don't know if oh. Violet's ever watched it either. I think they probably watch it as adults now. Yeah. But and then they have a that's different so relationship sweet. with it. But I yeah, know really that's those, really sweet. Those are those girls. Those are terrible. But when we were doing the movie, they loved Mary Kate and Ash. I mean, the, not the baby, of course. They just Mary, I have pictures of Kai being held by Mary Kate. But, oh, you do. Oh yeah. If you have, want to share them. We would. Yeah. Love if you want to share any them. of those, that is so sweet. I don't have any in Alaska, but I'm happy of to course. share with. You later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime. Yes, sweet, sweet, sweet pictures. Aww. You know, they were they were just sweet little girls at that time, right? Yeah. And their birthday was just two days off of Ruby's. Oh, I nice. think I think. Do you know their birthday off the top? June thirteenth, nineteen eighty six. So, so a few days. Yeah, yeah. Super fans is what we're doing. Very cool. Love that. Do, do you have Do you have Mary Kate and Ashley Day for their birthdays? Do you have a big celebration for them? Well, we, we should make should it a bigger do something. deal. We yeah. usually post about it. And yeah. We say to each other, "Happy Mary Kate, Happy Mary Kate, Ashley birthday." But yeah. we never, we've never like done a whole party or anything. No. We should have a party where everyone dresses up there as their best Mary Kate and Ashley. <gasps> That's such a good idea. That's such a good idea. How old are they turning? Thirty-seven. They're yeah, thirty-seven. Yeah. So okay, Time okay. Flies, I know. Huh? I know. <laughs> yeah. So they're turning. Right. Right. So yeah, my daughter was three, and 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 so they had a birthday party for her at my, you know, the house that they rented for me in Toronto, and. 
they came over and did all the birthday things that kids would do. And I actually even flew in my niece because I was worried about them feeling lonely. You know, not, yeah. I know they could play with each other off the set. Yeah. So I flew my niece in to play with them. And yeah, they, oh, that's they really were great sweet. great playmates for a little while. It was just, yeah, it was so dear. That's so really dear. sweet. Yeah, they're great, great kids. What yeah. was your awareness of Mary-Kate and Ashley um, before you started the movie? What did you feel doing, like, a project starring Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen? I thought it was adorable. I mean, I was a new mom, too, yeah. right? So I I hadn't watched Full House. I mean, I cert- I'm mean, sure I've seen a few episodes, but it wasn't like I was sitting down in front of Full House as yeah. an adult. Yeah, you know, it it wasn't quite my, it wasn't quite my thing. Yeah, I really, I had, I did my best to research as much as I could for other sitcoms and things, and I'd certainly know their, known their work, but I hadn't, you know, seen their series of video movies up to that time. Mm -hmm, But um, I was grateful. I mean, I just thought it was a fun part, you know, I love to work. So that was it. It was a simple, simple yes for me to work with them. And, and I love to tell the story. Um, about how how normal they were at that time and how great their parents did oh, cool. with them. This was like a if you want to hear the story. Oh, oh we just, just we just um, no, we just looked at each other because every single person we've interviewed has said that they're so normal. Like that's the word yeah. they use. They always yeah. say that at every stage of yeah. their life too. Yeah, which is just yeah. wild. And yeah, it's, like, it's just very interesting. I could write a paper on it. Um, yeah, so that's please. Awesome. Tell yeah. us your story yeah. on, on how normal You have are. your normal moment. There should be like a ding. Here's yeah. the normal yeah. button. It almost is like that. I yeah, feel like our like, listeners will be like, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Waiting for it. Waiting for it. Yeah. <clears throat> so and I, I, I've told the story a couple of times before, so I, I, forgive me if you've heard it, but that um, my director came over and he said, oh, I just heard the sweetest thing. The girls were over, you know, I, I um, they were talking over in the corner and them say so you know what do you think we're gonna get paid for this movie and he's like oh here we go because they had just made a huge deal right <laughs> and she said i don't know we got one a dollar 65 for the last movie per week maybe we'll get a dollar 75 oh that would be great to get a dollar 75 a week <laughs> oh my god and he came over and he's like oh please god please let this last yeah because I think it was a $10 million movie for them. It was something, oh it was God. a huge, huge project for them. Yeah. And it was one of their first big, big deals with Dolstar. And, um, and we all wanted to, to protect them in this and keep them in this beautiful childlike bubble because their parents were like, they had an allowance, obviously a dollar 65 <laughs> uh, a week, which was great. And they used that allowance to even buy my daughter a little gift from the gap oh, when they were in Toronto. Oh, God. You know, they they made their own cards. I mean, they were just kids and as sweet as they could be. As sweet as they could be. And wow. you know, I had a really big fail with them years later and I felt horrible. And to this day I feel horrible and I want to talk to them about it, but um but I'd seen them on the Warner Brothers lot. They had swung by and I was outside again, brand new mom. Mm-hmm. I'd swung by the uh, they had swung by the set, and they wanted to go meet the cast of Friends because they were huge fans. Oh. And I said, oh, honeys, I can't. I can't take you inside. And, you know, not, and, you know, and it was because, again, pregnant brain. Also, the Friends were going through so much at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was because later Because the, the paparazzi was relentless. Yeah. This was oh, like yeah. Probably third season. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. It was, it was bad after first season. Second season was really, really bad. And third yeah. is like lockdown. Yeah. Sure. And I, I just can't. I can't. You know, 
and truly, I didn't own my own power because I, I mean, I'm friends with half that ca- I mean, I was already friends with half that cast anyway. I could have just said, hey, you know, somebody used to work in this exact soundstage. They'd love to meet you. Could you? I just, I went into protect mode rather than like, hey, we're all big family. And yeah. that was a big mom fail for me. A big mom fail, big uh, other actor fail for me. I just went into protect. You know, it's just a, it's like a, you just want to That's take tough. care of. I, I had just heard some big stories about some really egregious um, and paparazzi detailing, you know, yeah. how they were following them. And um, and I and they weren't paparazzi. They were just, just Mary-Kate and Ashley, my gosh. <laughs> so to this day, I feel like, oh. I've just, you know, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't apologize to them enough for that. Oh, so, that's a really you know. tough call. Yeah, though, you know, like you also, you don't know if that interaction could have also made it to the papers. Like Mary Kay and Ashley visit the set of friends, right? And then it becomes a whole nother. But that would have been yeah. sweet. That would have been sweet because that's because that's probably their reaction across the board. Anyway, I mean, think of all the people that you see them losing their their shit with people you know when they see when they meet Jen or, or Courtney right. or anybody right, right? They yeah. just they just dissolve into a puddle of oh you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but they wouldn't have been that way they were just I mean and because I was still young and well people oh, were like that with them you. so That's I think true. they probably yeah knew I don't know but, but yeah no. I, I would I try to let go it. of that if you can I feel like <laughs> they probably you. aren't thinking about that anymore and All like right. I, I can understand like why you would like be in that mindset of like we're protecting the set like we're doing this is what we're doing and like it just you didn't think about that nuance of it in the moment and yeah. we're people we make <laughs> mistakes you're obviously like a really great kind person and the fact that you even feel bad about it now is like you're a good person like yeah. I, I mean like, and in some ways too it could have been good for them because what was this the way they were like this was like 10 years later so they were like they no 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 this was like it, you said season three they're probably yeah. like nine or ten. Oh, okay but still oh, but no, the, no no they oh. were yeah yeah you're yeah. right they were just they were right exactly you're right like 12 or so so i don't mm-hmm. well yeah they were, they were still young I feel like they have they have to push fans away there all all the time. Yeah. So there's in, in my own mom brain. I'm not a mom, but I want to be. Um, but like, have a cat. Uh, I have a cat, and I feel like it is like a good thing for them to feel what it feels like on that side to be like I'm a huge fan, but I can't say you, hi. You don't automatically have that access. Yeah. And they also yeah they, like they have to turn away fans all the time. They have to turn away fans so, all the time. I don't know. Like, right, right. There's something holistic. That's I think it's good also good it. for kids who like like you know get a lot of things like more than is normal to like hear no sometimes like yeah. I think that's good <laughs> but <I'm sure> they, <laughs> and with their parents they probably did hear a little bit of no for a little yeah. while well True. <laughs> I think it's okay yeah. maybe they met at another time like I hope so yeah some, some wonderful Warner Brothers party or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they met them eventually. Yeah. Have you ever, have you seen them um, at all since then or talked to them ever? Or? No, that's why that's the big regret. I haven't. Oh, and I want to. Yeah. It's, it, it's really regret. And I, you know, because they were kids, so it's not like you exchange phone numbers, right? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was also the I mean, 90s. They like there weren't phone. cell phones or anything. Yeah. Like they didn't have cell no. phones probably. Yeah. No, not, I don't think. Yeah, I guess we did have cell phones at that time, but we weren't really using them the way yeah. we do now, right? Right, right. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> as a mom with kids about the same age as them or a little younger, what was it like watching them working so hard? And how were your feelings on that? Um, 
Yeah. Like child actors, like yeah. having like really intense jobs. And Mary Kay and Ashley being very, they worked, were working a lot in like 1994, 1995. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what does that feel like for you? That's a really good question. You know, they handled it so beautifully. They obviously have child protective services. How do they do it? What do they call it? <laughs> Uh, Onset tutors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Child Regular is the wrong word, but that's, that's the first not quite right. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, it Wrangler. sounded really wrong. That would be like someone that there was abuse. No, yeah, they, no. they definitely have hardcore rules about how many hours they can work. Yeah, I generally, I, I'm, I am again super protective because I, I've worked with so many children. I had a, I had a baby on, um, or a ba- there was a baby assigned to me to take care of when I was on a soap opera called Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the character I was dating had a son, and I was the one that was porting the son around rather than him because the baby was afraid of him. And they moved that into the storyline because this baby was terrified of him and the young oh, wow. toddler and, you know, all of those things. And so um, I was like, oh, man, these kids are going to be so messed up. Because also, I, you know, I'd also had seen kids in auditions going, you know, and the parents would speak to them before they went into the auditions going, just be perfect. Just be perfect. <gasps> oh, God. And I know that they, they were trying to empower them just to be positive, oh, but yeah. it was frightening for me to hear that kind of yeah. thing in the hallways of this echoing down, like, you can do this. You got this. You know, we, you know it's like they, the parents needing it so much. It, yeah. it broke my heart. And I'll, I'll just jump over to David Schwimmer for a bit. Obviously, working with, with um, Ben, he was like, we're not going to bribe these kids with candy. We're not going to we, – we have to do this organically because we're going to mess these kids up. His you know, parents are psychologists, right? Or oh, wow. Yeah. And so he really knew, like, don't, don't mess with their brains right now because these are fragile little beings. And we yeah. really want to have them have a healthy life. So by um, you know, just a few months later, obviously working with – Mary-Kate and Ashley, I was um, in awe of how wonderful their parents were and how okay. on it they were. And it was mostly dad that was on the set mm-hmm. uh, with their tutor because mm-hmm. uh, I think mom was probably home with, what is their, what is their little sister's name? Lizzie. Elizabeth. Lizzie. Oh, Lizzie. Yeah. She's doing time. well, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. She's yeah. so, so, so proud of her. <laughs> just makes, I, don't, I know it's a weird thing, but I'm just like, I'm so, I'm so proud of everyone. So yeah. I think... I was not protective of them. I just wanted to have fun with them. I have like I have this one scene. I have one this picture of me. Let's see. Let's see. Let me think. Where we were. What scene is this? So that was Mary Kate <clears throat> of Mary Kate and I talking before like doing the um, taste like a balloon scene. Oh yeah, yeah. the escargot. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> just, Wait, what's scene? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, I have memorized that movie. Uh, I've had it memorized since I was eight years old. Uh, continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many people have had escargot since then? I have. Wait, maybe I have. Yeah. It's good. And did it taste like a, did you think taste like a balloon when you of had course. your bite? Of course. I probably <laughs> said it. No, Lanny, literally Celia and I got escargot and I made her take a video of me saying, Right. But did it actually taste like a balloon, Becca? I don't know. I don't know that I organically would have thought, oh, this tastes like a balloon. But when I go into it, I'm like, I'm going to order the snails that taste like balloons. Like, right. there's no way to separate it. Fair enough. You fair know. enough. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, Anyway, so you're talking to Mary Kate. I know, or just a, just the, just the normal stuff that you just want to talk to them like kids, like yeah. or or you don't talk to them like many adults, but obviously you talk to them, 
know, like, what are you interested in? What are you doing? What do you think about this? You know, kind of thing. Just as, just as, it was a nice slice to see because we have so many behind the scenes pictures of us, you know, yeah. doing our, our silliness, but just to see a conversation of uh, us just sitting there in our glamorous clothes and the puffy, her puffy dress up to yeah. here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the petticoats. Yeah. The behind the scenes videos uh, we found when we were covering oh, yeah. the movie. And yeah. those are really sweet. And you, I, there's a video of you talking with Mary Kate sitting on the couch and in your beautiful clothes. Yeah. And then there's another video of you playing tag with Ashley and Steve Gutenberg. <gasps> Outside. Oh, you send that to me? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll send it to you for we'll sure. We'll put it on no. our social media page too yeah. and all of that. But oh, I'll send please. it to you. Please, I'd love to see that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It was dazzling to see because you did seem to have such a nice, sweet, warm relationship with them. Yeah. Which is great to see because you're so mean to them on screen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's They like to, sweet. yeah, even on the wedding, oh, I think it was funny with the, with the, um, pictures and we decided ultimately that wouldn't wouldn't be a good look but did you ever see the nutcracker yeah yeah i think so 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 you remember mother goose and she had her big dress and all the all the dancers little children come out of the dress at yeah the, you know so they the mary kate nashley thought that would be super fun with my wedding dress oh <laughs> so, yeah so we, there's like pictures of them hiding underneath oh, it and, you know that's all so that cute. kind of stuff yeah, but obviously, you know, if there's the garter thing going on underneath it, that's not a good place for children to be. So. Yeah. <laughs> we decided ultimately that would not be what we would be doing. Yeah. That's so cute. They yeah. really were just like yeah. little kids playing around. It's like, like they were just normal. <laughs> they were just normal kids. Just normal. Um, they were normal. They were yeah. normal kids, yeah. They yeah. were. They absolutely in every way. And they were, and they loved to act. They loved they to play. They did at that time. It was fun. Yeah, they that's, really did. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice to hear. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they didn't, they never, it never seemed like work. It seemed like it was always about how much fun we could have. That's really good to know. Like that they mm-hmm. didn't, it didn't feel like they were like pressured to do this or like they were like stressed oh. out or overworked or anything. Did you know any of their like dual star team or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Or like, did you have any interaction interactions with them? with them? Like Robert Thorne? I, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I, I think... Uh, I'm not. I'm blanking on his name now. Robert Thorne. The, yes, he was always there mm-hmm. on, on set. the set, and oh. yeah, and as kind as he can be, and mm-hmm. you know, it just it was just part of the set culture. Yeah, you know, everybody. Yeah. It's just like I bring my children onto the set. You know, they had their their Team. their group, but it wasn't it wasn't as if it was entourage. Right, right. You no, know, it was just yeah. like here's here's my family. This is yeah. who we hang out with. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it was it was as normal as you can make it be. Yeah. And that's what the parents really wanted. And I just I bowed to the parents for really getting that part. Like, if we're gonna do this, let's make it as normal. Obviously that's what we saw. Right. How, who knows if it was anything different yeah. in the yeah. scenes. Yeah. That's really good but to hear I, though. Yeah, but it was it was good for me to see too. I, I, and <laughs> it is funny that you asked about the the kids because my son at that time, people constantly handing me business cards like, "Oh, we, you know, we can make a star out of your son." Wow, oh, man! Him to be in movies constantly. Wow. Like, oh my gosh, it's got such because he, you know, really cute and he, yeah, he had blonde curls at one point, wow. and um, just really sweet and really outgoing. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, "No, no, no, no!" And ended up moving to Hawaii because I so didn't want him to grow up with that kind of world because I had seen so many bad examples, scary examples to me that um, of kids that were just 
you know, detonating, just exploding with, you know, the drugs or the alcohol, the abuse. You yeah. Know, you have, there's so many stories of kids and child actors just blowing up. Right. Because, oh, sorry, blowing up in a bad way. I know that's a good thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's the the child industry or the child star complex. Well, we just did a whole episode on like um, like young girls in Hollywood and like how, specifically in the 2000s and like specifically how they were like talked to on talk shows. But like we talked a lot about like um, just like how it's just impossible to be a kid in Hollywood. Like it messes you up. And especially if you're a girl, like you're blamed for it basically. Like it's your job to make sure that like the evil the, the, forces don't get you, but if they do, it's your fault. Like it just feels like yeah. it's impossible. Like yeah, that's yeah. just. Uh, thank you for your feminism viewpoint that you know better. Yeah, oh. you know better. That's just a that's a party line that has got to go away because it is not their fault. Absolutely. Really no, How could I it know. be? And it's like, just never. crazy to see interview after interview being like, oh, are you doing this? Oh, are you doing this? Careful of that. Like, don't and be no like the one, bad girls. No like, one ever considers, is it the yeah. industry's fault that this is happening? And yeah. not every yeah. single girl who is 15 years old not able to handle it? Like, right. Yeah, just a machine of it, isn't it? It's really yeah. a denominator. Really, yeah. yeah. It yeah. really is. Yeah. There's a, there's a, and I, I, look, I love men as much as anybody, and, but I think that Hollywood has a really bad patriarchal system Mm -hmm. that is just, has to damage so many souls. Yeah. And uh, that's why I'm like celebrating you two getting out there and like, you know, making things happen and change, change the world a little bit. God, I hope so. <laughs> a lot of it. So, yeah. In, in, yeah, a little bit. In the little way, yeah. Yeah, every, so, we all do it together, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Um, so you moved to Hawaii for a while. So what was your yeah. like timeline of your career and your life after It Takes Two um, and Friends? Ooh, gosh. I, I worked on other projects um, after Friends. You know, it, it was when Friends started taking... I mean, I, I was still, uh, friends had been completed. Let's, let's think about that because I remember the final party. And we moved over to Hawaii like 2013. Oh, okay. It was time for us to have a different, no, that's not, that's incorrect. Seven, 2007. Okay. Um, I came, yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing that happened in 2013. Part of me leaving part of Hawaii in, in 2013. But uh, it was, I was starting to feel the, uh, the shift in the industry. And I saw this, okay, so this is a whole other part of, of me. I was coming to this awakening of something that was happening within me spiritually. And I couldn't really put my finger on it in a way that I know that I needed to get away from all of that. I was always super protective of my family living on you know, farms and with more landscape around us because the paparazzi thing could be pervasive. It wasn't as bad for me, of course, of course, of course, than the, the main sex. Yeah. But I definitely didn't want my children living in the whole universe because it was starting it was starting to hit in a way that was a little more intrusive right you Mm -hmm. saw a really scary side of it yeah I saw a scary side of it and um I heard some really horrible stories about some of the things that you know we don't talk about because they were so horrible you don't want to empower anybody right you don't want to glamorize Mm -hmm. any bit of that and so uh, when I went over there I uh I began to do producing and and directing and trying to start new projects and was called out to to work on some really interesting projects, not only just pilots, but um, but you know, an independent film. And then I was asked to. This is that. This is the whole new wave of my life. Was that I was asked to do a documentary film on a healer who doesn't call himself a healer, 
and he has a really out-of-the-box kind of way of helping people. Like he would literally gaze over thousands of people at a time and people would have huge miracles, like really big shifts. And so mm-hmm. somebody said, would you do a documentary on him? And, and I said, well, show me the footage that you already have. And everything was like scary, people falling down, ambulances coming, people Whoa. crying, all the, all these really dramatic stuff. I'm like, hello, I would never go to that. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. And then they're speaking in another language. I have no idea what's going on here, but it doesn't look like a good time. Yeah. No. Like, why would you want to, you know, do this? But I said to my husband at the time, I said, you know, if this guy was true, it would be an amazing opportunity for us to try to do a project with him. Um, but it looks pretty scary. So we went and met and met on Zoom and um, people started crying and crying and crying. And we're looking around and we just burst into laughter like we were high. Like the three of us, like, ha, 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 You know, there was another woman with us or, oh. who turned up to produce her with us, produce with us. And we were, like, having this great high. And while these other people are crying, like, what the heck is this? I mean, I, it was like it came up from inside. We had no idea what was going on. So we ended up shooting with him. Um, pretty soon after that, we started shooting. And every day we saw these incredible miracles, like, this is actually working. This is actually existing. Whoa. So it was this like wild ride. Like, what is this? It's really different. So I went on to produce other little mini documentaries and also produce his live tour in, in America. And that set me on this whole trajectory. Very complicated. Again, I can't really talk about all the inner workings of it, but I was like, uh-uh, I got to stop this. This is not cool for me. Yeah. And then because I was having half a million people a year coming to see him now because – Jane of Friends is like doing this kind of thing and it's like right, it suddenly right. brought all of this stuff forward and it takes two of course <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes don't forget Clarice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, yeah all of those things um, we had all these people coming and so I had healer who doesn't call himself a healer and this one and this one and this one and this one all these people coming um, and asking if I could help them get their stuff out there this is this new part of my life, like a full-on woo-woo part of my world where I came up and people were saying they were seeing lights coming off of my hands. I'm like, what? Like, oh my gosh, this you know, they were seeing things around me. And I'm like, I am not the woo-woo person. That's the guy. I am just producing. And like, no, no, no. I would think that you're here because you're, you have something. And so what came out of that is that suddenly <clears throat> whatever was something is hiding inside of me and that I think that we all have this ability – to, we all have this ability to to transform. And what happened then was I started to be able to help people feel better. Yeah. And then suddenly everything changed for me. So now I travel around the world and I'm helping people. Like we, ha- we all have these innate gifts. And whether or not we're using them or even aware of them, that's all other things. So I just feel super, super grateful that I am still alive and I'm still relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting older. I can't zap my face, but um. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of what you're saying does feel like um, the same energy you have to tap into to be an actor and to be an on and set. And mm-hmm. you, you, because when you feel the best and when scenes go well, even writing and like when you're really like in the flow of it, it does feel like you are tapping into an energy yeah it's not entirely you there's like something yeah totally the muse or they call the daemon the d-a-i-m-o-n you know that the muse is always there and i and i 
and they, they've known that since all millennia. It's yeah. obviously a part of Greek, Greek literature. The same thing. We've always known that there is something higher than us that calls us out to do that. Right. You know, and I think that that's, oh, you know, I've, like this is what I feel about you two and your work that you've got coming up too is that there's this opportunity to really, really expand that for one another when we rec- start recognizing like you got, you guys are incredibly gifted. You're so smart. You're doing your own show. I mean, you've got so many things that you're doing. And the more that we recognize it in one another, the more it opens up and we open up more doors for our, you know, our friends and for this world to really get it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Well, thank yeah. you. I, I'm thank so, you so much. No, I mean, it's so nice no, to I mean it. It's so, it's so important to do this kind of work, you know, to really, to, to do, to dive into the joy of your life, right? And obviously Mary Kate and Ashley have been fun joy for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. And it yeah. Was. And it's the joy. It's the Mary Kate Nashley, but I think when we when we tell people we're doing a Mary Kate Nashley podcast, it's like, oh, that's so funny, like whatever. But like it's so much more than that. Like we're not just like, oh my God, Mary Kate and Ashley are so fun. We love them. It's like we're really diving deeply into it and like what it means to be like a woman in different times yeah. and like the yes. media and all of that. And like it's so much more than that. Totally. And it's so. it's like it, it embracing this part of inside of ourselves that we felt like we couldn't embrace for so long and yeah and we're learning it's been a very healing absolutely journey for the two of us yeah. just like revisiting this stuff and talking to the people who worked with them it it really yeah. feels like something bigger yeah but also incredibly personal at the absolutely. same time which yeah is weird. yeah i i love that i mean i know i know that's like oh well why would anyone want to do that right now i mean they're the girls are kind of private and and but i i think you're right it really it's important for us to tap into those things that are that really strike us as 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 children yeah. or, or young yeah. adults yeah like, what is that because if we can if we can completely embrace that childlike joy mm-hmm. or the wonder or just appreciation for like really cute twins you know yeah. <laughs> that that is a that's a that's fuel for the best kind of living right we yeah. all want to have that sense of wonder and playfulness you know you uh-huh. were talking about playing tag i'm like oh my gosh maybe that was the last time i played tag i hope you know <laughs> no but it wasn't of course i have children so but, yeah, but yeah. you know just that idea that we can have those sweetness, sweet moments, and that brings it back. I, I talk about that a lot, how I wake up every day, and I feel like I'm in this childlike wonder, like, what cool thing is going to happen today? Yeah, and that's I th- amazing. And I, th- and I think that's what I saw also with the twins, and yeah. I saw it with their parents about, like, how much fun can we have today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we have to learn lines, but how much fun can we have with these lines today? Yeah. How much fun can we, you know, you know goof around yeah. with the... Yeah. With the escargot and all the goodies <laughs> that we have. Yeah, yeah I love that. <laughs> but even bringing it back to what David Schwimmer was saying about these, like, being careful and precious with these beings, like, I yeah. think that's what it comes down to is you don't want to kill anyone's child, like, child spirit. Yeah. Because yes. that is our purest self. Mm-hmm. And That's right. Yeah. And then that's what this stuff is all helping us become yeah. more. And it makes you more awake. It makes you more yeah. present and totally. loving. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I feel like with us, like we weren't even, we didn't even know each other before we did this, and so now I feel like we're like, no kidding, yeah, no, no, no kidding. How did you wait? Did you do it? Somebody put it, take out an ad or something like that? No. Is it, <laughs> something on Fiverr. I need a Mary Kate Nashley buddy to work on with me. How did you do it? Um, well, our mutual friend used to have a podcast, and she did um, an episode with Passport to Paris, and Lanny was on it, and uh-huh. she knew that I was obsessed with Mary Kate Nashley, so she set us up basically. She basically at, set us up at, yeah. like on a. Oh, barbecue and we just like 
talked about Mary Kate and Ashley for like five hours. The whole world fell apart, like fell to the sides, and everyone just like watched us like create this something. The other people at the barbecue like have all remarked on yeah. how it was like with like soulmates, soulmates like meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, no, we didn't need to talk. We but, were, like, with the childlike stuff, like, I feel like, like, we've met when, like, a couple of years ago, but, like, I feel like we're, like, li- like childhood friends, like, lifetime friends, because yeah. we have this, like, shared, shared thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the way we've so gone into it. We were yeah. watching Bros the other day, and there was a song that sounded like it, it Takes Two. Like, the score from It Takes Two. <laughs> and I was, like, from Lanny, I was, like, do you know what that is? And she's, like, It Takes Two. And that's, like, not a thing that anyone... <laughs> It wasn't even a song. It was like the score. It was like, it was like yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. It's like your secret language. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is your love language. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> and there are so okay, many yeah. people out here that share the same love language. Yes. And it's like all of the, the American actually touched so many people. Yeah. And I agree. They really I agree. It's incredible. I really love that. I I have people, and when people come up to me like, oh, we loved you and It Takes Two. That was like our go-to movie whenever we were, you know, home. I I watched it thousands of times. And this is, this is was new for us because of the because everyone had their tapes right, right and they right. would watch yeah. it over and over and over yes. and over and over again. Yes, back when we did that before streaming came along and saturated the market. Right, right. It was, it was these were tapes that were watched over and over. Yes, right. I so when people say, "Oh, I loved you," that like I know exactly how old you are. You know, yeah. it's like this pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. now, <laughs> yeah, and now it's the. Now it's moms and dads showing it to their kids because yeah. that was such a big part of their childhood. Just like the way that I did with my kids with, you know, the movies that we saw when we were yeah. kids. I yeah. love that. Well, did I, you yeah. ever talk to Eric Lutz? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I <laughs> so just like <laughs> threw a, a thing. We he did. I, I, we dated. Yeah. Yeah, yes, we yes, we definitely dated and he he and I bonded over Mary Kate and Ashley on the set that we were working with. We were on a movie together. Mm-hmm. And just to go back to that link of, you know, Mary Kate and Ashley, that was our talk, you know, that was our initial, you know, yeah, chat yeah. was about like working and it's like, did you see me that in, in that in my video? I can't remember what it was and he did something with soccer, I think. Like switching uh, goals. No. Yeah, switching goals. Yeah, switching and goals. <laughs> Uh, did he do two with them? He yeah, did, did their the sitcom sh- So Little Time when they oh. were like 15. He played their dad in both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I forgot that he told me that. Yeah. <laughs> you were awesome. like Mary yeah. Kate and Ashley parents who dated in real life. Very, yeah. Very yeah. simple. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. He's a good man. I think of them so often. I have these yeah. little... These little hand-blown perfume bottles that I got because Kirsty had given them hand-blown perfume bottles and told them they were filled with magic elixir. And then if they put a drop on every single day, they'd have a magical day. And so I just thought that was the best gift ever. So I look at these bottles that are on my little counter and I think of them every day. Oh, that's so Just wishing that they were feeling good about life. Because I don't – it's not that I follow, but I – you know, they were – they were – very, very important to part of my life. And I feel sad that I don't have that connection with them anymore because I would love to see them. I'd yeah. love to celebrate them, you know. Yeah, I hope you guys so, can yeah. connect. I think that'd be so I'll special. I'll see if I can do. I'll see if I can yeah. reach out. Yeah, um, I think that'd be great. I, I, keep us, pu- I mean, if you want to. Yeah, it could yeah, be like a private thing. Letting, you know? But like, yeah. No, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That's really sweet. We have to. Well, yeah, I think that we've covered everything that we well, had we just double meant to cover. Um, 
Yeah, then get, we went down, we yeah. down so many paths. I am, and I'm so grateful for all of them. Do you get recognized a lot or like have you over the years? Like, is that normal? Yes. I'm sure and during what, like friends, what's, you what's were for the most thing that you yeah. get recognized for. Yeah, it really, it really is a variety. Um, they first, most people hear my voice and they recognize me. Very and I, yeah. Apparently, I had no idea. Oh, it is. It definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> There's a casting director that said, Sibit, I would never cast you because I hate your voice. I'm like, what? Well, what? That's not okay. What? Yeah, that's really Hey, can I, can I make my voice a little bit different for you? Is that, would that be better? Because I'm actually an actress. I could probably do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was really debilitating for me for a long time. Then I found out that he's actually a, a jokester. So I'm not really sure that was true. But uh, um, um yeah, but the, people recognize me from my voice. I know, not a great joke for an no. actress, you know, because we're so sensitive. Oh, yeah, well, definitely not a nice thing to say to anyone. Don't tell I me think. anything about my voice. It really gets in my head. Oh, yeah, we've talked a lot about that, yeah. about our voice. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I love uh, your voices. Oh, oh thank you. Beautiful voices. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. Love your voices. Thank you. Yes, I get recognized for, for uh, like I said, it takes two still. Mm-hmm. Usually from the voice for, first because they don't. Oh, oh, yeah. I did want to tell you that one story though about how they worked with the DP with the. Oh yes, oh, how of we course. Did this. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, not about the voice. Yeah. This was not a voice consideration, but about how we shot. So when I told I told Andy, I go, okay, I want you to look at me. My nose is really crooked. It's been broken twice. So the bottom of my nose is really crooked. So this is my good side. This is my evil side. It hooks. So because it because it twists. So if you look at it, you will see that I'm shot mostly from the beauty side when we're shooting in the beginning. And then as we go along, we start moving this way. And so the, like the low angle at the, at the wedding, it's that. And we also, because they, they cut off the bottom of my hair to make that wig yeah. you know, uh, before we started shooting. Um, <clears throat> that was my own hair that they used for the Clarice wig. We started taking the wig and we started moving it back <gasps> so that she gets God. scarier as you go. So it starts out like normal with bangs, but you'll see it. That's like it's further and further. Oh and so, so the forehead gets bigger, the angle gets sharper, and then you'll see this really horrible, <gasps> ah, you know, it's like, it's like a hawk. I love knowing this. That is yeah, so yeah. cool. I love stuff like that. That's so yes. cool. You know, and you really do transform yeah. throughout that movie. Yeah. And I always was like, why is, what's wrong with that girl's having short hair, Lanny? What's your problem? Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's evil, not the short but hair. You it's were the whole trying thing. to yeah. make yourself look to evil. Look, oh my God. Now like I have to watch it again. <laughs> Yeah, the makeup gets gets more severe. And, yeah, you know, it's like it's wider. I actually still. I think I sometimes I'm so weird. I love the things like I'll save. Like I save my, you know, at that time it's pancake and it was Vizora. I remember it was Vizora and it was we used at that end for the wedding scene. We used a one shade too light. Oh. And so I get I get whiter and it's like wow. scarier. It's you know so I have that little pack and I'm like yep that's what you can do you can change your look you know yeah. by doing the wrong colors. That is too, so right? cool. I love stuff like that. That is so cool. <laughs> Keep that. It's so uh, true. What? Keep that for your work. I'm gonna remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's true. Like in the beginning, like you have this amazing like haircut. You have like the, the shell, the seashell, literally the seashell. <laughs> like Raffia, it yeah. so, means so much to me. Yeah, it means so much to all of us. I really can't just articulate like, can't why. Can't believe he didn't tell her. Yeah, I think there was some. 
the most expensive thing that I've ever worn in my life. I couldn't believe I'm looking at these price tags because they went full on designer. And wow. I was like, oh, I, can I walk around? Like, we're going to be taking this off in between for sure. Yeah. Oh, I have another, I have one more fun story for you. Always. Keep okay, going. okay. So, so Kirsty and oh, she, I've got a few stories with Kirsty Alley. If you want to hear this, as a side note, because the girls, girls were in on this one too. But, but she'd heard the story that uh, about my own personal wedding dress mm-hmm. that I they when they designed my own personal wedding dress, they had um, you, the designer from the show. I was on Herman's Head. Remember, I told you, and so she mm-hmm. said, you know, Jane, I can design your dress for you, and. Of course, she charged me an arm and leg for it. She goes, and oh. we have this beautiful antique lace in stock. I'd love to use. I'm like, oh, great. Okay, that sounds wonderful. And I was, again, pregnant brained and wasn't really concerned about my dress. And then the second season, second season, maybe third season, she said, you know, why don't we use the dress for the episode in Herman's Head? And I was like, okay. Um, and so uh, it didn't work because I was nursing. So my breasts were too big for the dress now. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and so she goes, okay, I'll, I'll clean it and I'll put it on blocks and we'll send it back to you. So I'm like, great, thanks for cleaning my dress. Lovely. <laughs> Comes back and it's just the bodice and the train what? that's connected to the bodice. It's a corseted bodice and just the train and the sleeves. And like, where's my dress? Yeah. And they said, it's stock lace. It has to go back to the stock. It belongs what? to Thomas. I'm like, I just paid $5,000 for a dress that I... <laughs> What? <laughs> the top of the bodice. Are so, you kidding me? This yeah. Is, so that, that you should yeah. own it. Yeah. I, I don't. Right. Just, right. Oh right. God. And I no was way. like, come on. She's like, it belongs to a Thomas. Sorry. Oh, like, no way. Okay. That's insane. Right, so, I so, would tell her I so I, I, <laughs> I tell Kirsty this story because, because I'm trying on my, I have this cushion, my, the dress, it was a cushion Dior dress Ooh, where wow. it takes two. And, and of course, it's, uh, and I was laughing about it, you know, saying it's hilarious because obviously that's a, it has to tear away. The dress has to tear away. So there was, yeah. there were two versions of the dress. Yeah. There was the version that was all, that was, you know, pristine and then was the one that rips, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the whole bottom half goes off. Mm-hmm. And so on my final day, you know, Kirstie's like, oh my God, that's just the worst. It's worse. So on my final day, I go into my room and there's the dress in two parts <laughs> and it's a love note from Kirsten she goes I, I arranged for the dress to be given to you oh yeah. happy happy wrap oh my god it's not the most generous sweet. thing but it's not the one it's not the one piece dress it's the two piece dress <laughs> <laughs> so I have I have it still hanging in my closet Aww. two pieces of my wedding dress because she felt so bad that's really sweet. That is really Isn't nice. That, yeah. Isn't that a sweet thing? And the girls yeah. were definitely in on that one too. They that's knew really sweet. They knew did I got have, the dress. Did you have a nice friendship with her? Did you guys stay in touch at all or anything? Kirsty and I? Yeah. Or anybody? Or anybody from the movie? Mm. No, you know, Steve and I talk occasionally on the internet, just like a little hello here and oh, there through friends, that kind of thing. But, and it's one person I would really love to see. Obviously, Kirsty has passed, bless mm-hmm. her. Yeah. From Bosco. And, um, so, yeah, I would love to see Stephen. I'd love to see the twins. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it would be so incredible to see them again. But well, I did not will... keep in touch with Kirsty. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, we'll write the um, the sequel so you guys can all reunite. Um. I think that's a great idea. Let's see what we can do. I, mean, I don't think Mary I think Kate Ashley would be in it. Like, I don't think they want to do that anymore. Unless we wrote it really good. <laughs> Unless yeah. it was just really good, it was undeniably and, good. They would, they, they would, they would. And, make and maybe they get to do something with Elizabeth. 
we'll write her a part. Yeah, we could do that. Or she could play, play the twins. Part. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan it. Well, Lindsay Lohan style. Yeah, we could do that. She could play the twins. Mm-hmm. And they would have to come in for a little bit, don't you think? Maybe. They would have to have a cameo. It, like what the Charlie's if the Angels. twins <gasps> go to Tibet and they meet twins oh. so it's all of them but they'd be fraternal I, we have to we have to brainstorm this a little bit we have bit. to brainstorm this what if there's four of them we can make four of them okay. we can make that work and then we we'll, send the two yeah we'll yeah. figure it out, we'll work it out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have a version A that the twins decide to do it and a version B that Elizabeth they, does that it Elizabeth does yeah. it yeah I think that's a great idea I love that could you <laughs> we can write it with Donna <laughs> Davis yeah of it, course we yeah. would yeah oh I love that yeah. Are you keeping in touch with her? Well, we met her like a year ago. We um, interviewed her. And we went to her house and it was really, really sweet. <gasps> she we like hung out all afternoon. Lovely. Yeah, she like read our tarot. <laughs> like it was really sweet. Oh, yeah, it was like, wow. Yeah, one of those things where like little Becca would have just like died. Like I was just, it was just so exciting yeah. and sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were in touch with her occasionally. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to get to know her or get, get together with her again. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I'd like to be part of that party. We get Andy yes. Tennant in. Let's go get house and coffee. Yeah, yeah that would be love. so fun. I would die. <laughs> that would no, be, we'll be normal. Great. <laughs> I would, I would really not like die. <laughs> <laughs> I would die. And you'd bring me back with your hand, and it would be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> and then there's a whole other movie. Yeah, yeah. There it is. And we'd love to speak with Andy Tennant. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. It does seem like there's a very magical connection between you all. Yeah. That, who worked on that movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, really, really fun. I love that you've also talked to Eric. This is great. I'll have to text him right now. Oh, yeah, he was great. Actually, I love talking to him. We were, we're still good friends. We're That's really nice. Friends. That's Living really on nice. the other sides of the world, so yeah. Yeah. I would love to also stay in touch via Instagram and things like that because yes. I'm still not official. You know this. I don't have an official <gasps> blue dot. What oh. the hell? Apparently, they don't believe on me. What? Why? I... It's the wildest thing. We've talked to PR firms and all of this. So, I, you know, oh I God. would love somehow to start a campaign. Like, why can't Jane Simic be official? That's what the so heck weird. is this? Yeah. Isn't it weird? Yeah. Isn't it weird? Listener, yeah, so okay. Do you everyone know how to help make us make her verified official. on Instagram? This is ridiculous. This, this is, is Clarice Kensington we're talking about. This is serious. I am mortified. Okay. I've never we'll, been we'll, we'll, we'll get life. it done. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll get it done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The challenge is on. Yes. yes. Oh, and also, uh, just one more thing. If people do want to experience this, they do have a new like course coming out about people tapping into their um, their heart and connecting with all the creativity that's available for them in any way. So it's coming up on janestibet.com. We'll be announcing it soon, starting in March. I don't know when this is coming out, but it's going to be an ongoing you know, cool. series of courses about how to expand here from your heart with um, all the gifts that are available to one. So That's great. Anyway, Send us yeah. those links. We'll uh, put everything, any we'll put everything you have in, the, in the description, description so people yeah. can click right from this podcast yeah. and, and Ex- go look at that. Yeah. So excellent, yeah. excellent. I would so appreciate that. Thank you so much. Of course. Of course. Well, we appreciate you so much. It's been such a delight to talk to you. I, I can't even believe it happened. I, I, am, <laughs> I am really an eye. This was so great. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking yeah. with us. I feel like I've lived five lifetimes yeah. in, this, in this hour. Me too, in the best way. Can I just ask you one question more? From yes. each of you. Like, oh, what's your favorite me. line from It Takes Two? What's your favorite line? Wow. We've never been interviewed. We've never been interviewed. Um, 
<laughs> oh my god, I'm so shy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, there's so many. I didn't many. mean to put you on the spot. No, there's just so many. I have one. I have one. Um, wait. The, oh, do you, you, you? Wait, I just need to. Yeah, you, I'll give it quiet. Okay, wait. Say yours. Oh, I don't want to distract you. No, I have one, but I think it might be the same. I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. Because so this is one that has like lived with me, and I've talked about it on the podcast before already, I think. Um, but when um, Mary Kate is upstairs playing bowling with her dolls, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. with Ashley's dolls, <laughs> <laughs> and then Vincenzo comes yeah. in and catches her. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, um, "Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm so relieved that you aren't. Oh no, God, I'm gonna get it wrong. Please, uh, Vincenzo, help me. I'm just so terribly relieved that you aren't pissed." That is that that is that oh, sticks with me because that was after I watched that I loved it so much and I went down to my dad and he was making dinner and I was like, "Oh, Dad, are you pissed?" I hope you're not pissed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. then it's like, Lanny, you shouldn't keep like, saying that. You can't that. say that. <laughs> and I was like, you might have to have your mouth washed up with soap now. Yeah, I've been sweating for like <laughs> 10 years later. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you have one, Becca? I don't think, okay, I have one that came to mind, so I think I need to follow that instinct. Totally. But I it's okay don't, to change I your think mind. I have many. Yeah. But I think mine is um, use lousy English, like, ain't you never gonna wanna, don't you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> That sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, to give, we have to give mention to our podcast's title, which is from It, it takes, takes Two, when they run into each other in the woods and they say, they, they thought, thought I was you. Which is the title of our <laughs> so podcast. We can't. We can't. We have. We got Jason. it. It was yeah. our favorite line from It That's, Takes Two and not say the no, name of our podcast. No, we can't do that. What is yours? Yes. Do you have a favorite? You know what? It, I wish that I had it memorized. It's the one about knocking it out of the park. Do you know this one? Yeah, of course. About the love. Can't sleep. Reach for the stars over the fence. World, World series, series kind of stuff. That's the one. It's a good that's one. That's the one. I mean, that's, I mean, for me, oh God, it just makes me cry. Oh, that's okay. That's I cried okay. already. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all want that? Yeah. yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that touches me so much. That, that touches <laughs> me so much. Yeah. It's true. You know, it's, it's one of those, I love that movie so much. I just thought it was so beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. And to have that that line, that's just like, I still hear it in my head. That that was like a really beautiful line for me. And it still is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing to keep with you throughout life. It's like when you're making decisions yeah. or like dating or yeah, finding yeah. a life partner or whatever. It's like, is it that? Uh, yeah. Kenny can't sleep reach for the stars over the fence world series, series kind of stuff <laughs> and if not what <laughs> are you even doing t-shirt. yeah right <laughs> yeah add that to right? merch list yeah so true <laughs> it's on your merch list I, I, is that, I'm gonna start using that because we talk about that that should be on a t-shirt <laughs> yes yes we, uh, we're now getting a little list of things we have a little a couple of t-shirts we're gonna we have need to, to make, make it happen yeah that one, I want that. I'm gonna make that T-shirt. I think that's a good one for me. That's a really good one. So, yeah, it's the beacon, beacon for 2023. Totally. No. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, bless you both. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much. This has been an absolute delight. You're amazing, and I'm just so grateful that we got the opportunity to talk to you. Yeah. I feel the same way. What a gift. And we will definitely stay in touch when I come yes. down to Los Angeles. We'll come go and have some coffee or something yes. fun. Yay. Yes. I will die. All right. <laughs> okay. 
excellent, okay. excellent, excellent. Thank All you. Right. Thank you, Jane. All right. Thank you again, both Thank of you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you soon. All right. I hope so. Thank you. All, All right. right. Be well. Thank All you. Right, bye. You too. Bye. 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 All right. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Are you kidding me? You guys, we just talked to fucking Clarice Kensington and so much more. Like, what an icon. She truly is an icon and such a sweet, smart, compassionate person. I can't believe we just talked to her. That, and it also felt like the easiest conversation I've ever had in my I feel life. Like we're like old friends. Yeah. Yeah. We are. We're friends with Jane Sibbett. We're literally friends with her. We're literally going to get coffee with her and be <laughs> friends with her. I, I'm like, I can't. I can't. I am, especially between this and Holly and people like telling us that like our work is meaningful too. I know. Like to have her say that to us is really incredible. Really, really incredible. Yeah. And I, I really hope uh, this is coming through in your earbuds <laughs> and your, on your speaker wherever you're listening yeah. from. Because I don't know. I just I, I, I feel like what we're doing, what we're talking about, is important. I can't, I, of course, I believe that because I'm doing it. Which is good because sometimes people do things that they don't believe in. It's very true. But um, no, it is really nice to hear that and to not have it just be like, oh, it's so great what you guys are doing. It's like, it feels very like actual just specific. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's really amazing. And I'm just so grateful that we have this, that we're doing this, like all of it. And thank you guys for like ha- giving us an actual audience and like making this all happen. We couldn't Platform do this without you. This yeah. So, um, we had a hunch that you were all out there that, yeah, we're like, we just need to find the fans and we just like, we knew you guys were there. So yeah, Carrie, we all are. are. And this stuff is happening because of you. Yeah. So thank thank you. you. (laughs) My elbow looks insane. I think it looks pretty cool. Oh, thank you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It looks pretty cool. Um, we actually do have Patreons. Oh my God. And I have a review. You guys. I know. Uh, I can't. I, I am. I'm beside myself. I, I am beside myself. So we actually have three new Patreons. Oh, my God. You guys. Oh, my God. So Cassie Sibylla. Yay. Ali Peplinski. Yes. And Chrissy Marshall. Yes. You guys literally are all the best. You guys are amazing. You guys keep the light bulb on. And <laughs> I really, really appreciate you guys. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Okay. And we also have a review. You three, let me know if my elbow looks weird because you yeah. can actually see me. Exactly. Because you can see us in the in our video on Patreon. On Patreon. Which is only for Patreon subscribers to get to see the video. So if you listeners are curious, you got to subscribe to our Patreon to see if my elbow looks weird. And wait, actually, you can see the video of Jane Sibbett. So wait. More important. <laughs> I just like realized, yeah, this whole interview is on video, so yeah. check that out. Check it out. Um, so this one, so we have a review from um, Tell a Tale Detail. Oh, very cute. Like little, was that called d- d- alliteration? Not alliteration, but internal alliteration. You know, and I'm talking about no. Well, I really like your name, Tell a Tale Detail. <laughs> Ashley and Mary-Kate forever. This podcast is such a fun trip down memory lane. I really did forget about some of the great and kooky things they did over the years, so it's nice <laughs> to live that through here and hear someone else's perspective. Thank you so much. Thank you. Dear friend. Tell a Tale Detail. Tell a Tale Detail. Thank you. Um, thank you guys all so much. You guys are the wind beneath my wings, and I love you so much. 
so much. Send us a rating and review if you're loving this. Um, subscribe to our Patreon if you want to see Jane Civic. Exactly. Um, tell, tell your friends. Let's keep finding more and more people. Let's be clear. All of our podcast episodes have video components on Patreon. Yeah. It's not just this one. So you can see all of it. Yeah. You yeah, can see just, my rotation of glasses. You can see sometimes my hair is frizzy. Sometimes it's really hydrated. It's all just to see different versions of Rebecca Roth because I am narcissistic. I, the view counts are higher on our interviews. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be? Like, of course they are. Whatever. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Love you guys. Love you so much. Love you guys so much. You can prescribe. To, you can uh, prescribe. You can subscribe to our Patreon. You can follow us on Instagram at They Thought I Was You and on TikTok at They Thought I Was You. You can follow Lanny at Lanny Harms. You can follow Becca at Becca Roth. That's Roth the T-H, not Ross, as in David Schwimmer. Schwimmer, exactly. No, no. Um, you can email us at they thought I was you at gmail.com and we love you so much we can't even think about it. I can't think about it. I can't think about it's it or my heart will break. And, yeah. and I We've will already cry. cried so much We've today. all cried today, <laughs> except for Lanny. Lanny hasn't cried yet. No. I'm, I, so I'm tomorrow's your birthday. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> but, well my birthday's already happened when this is in the, in the world of this podcast episode yeah but you remember thank you are you insane it's my important day it's the most important day of my year oh stop that'd be weird okay yeah. love you guys <laughs> bye love you bye they thought I was you if it's up to me you're